The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. This year, more than ever, we recognise the work of our educators. Nominations for the Commonwealth Bank Teaching Awards are now open. Head to teachingawards.com.au to nominate a great educator today. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 6th of October. In your Squiz today, Donald Trump tweets that he'll be leaving hospital. It's budget day. Ash Barty retains number one. And getting your feedback. This is your Squiz today. It's pretty safe to assume, Claire, that everyone listening knows by now that on Friday, Donald Trump told the world he had COVID-19. As we put the podcast together this morning, he's tweeted that he'll be leaving the hospital in a number of hours. The tweet said, I'll be leaving the Great Walter Reed Medical Centre today at 6.30pm. Feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed under the Trump administration some really great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. That's 6.30pm. US time. That's obviously Trump's take on how he's doing, but there has been conflicting information over the weekend about just how sick he is. And a lot of strain between the White House and the media over that very issue. That's because in the course of the last few days, the White House has said one thing while doctors have said another. For example, on Saturday, we had his doctors line up in front of the Walter Reed Hospital where he's being treated to say that he was doing just fine, uh, just as his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, went to the front of the White House and told journalists that he really wasn't very well at all. So lots of confusion. There seems to be a lot of concern about that conflicting advice. First Lady Melania Trump also tested positive, as did a number of Trump's campaign people. Of course, there's an election on November 3, so campaigning might look a little different for Trump and his team. It certainly will, and that's because Trump had a very ambitious plan to get out and about and press the flesh, quite literally. Uh, There's been a lot of criticism about his campaign not enforcing social distancing uh, at a lot of events and a lot of scrutiny on the events leading up to his positive diagnosis. No first-term president has suffered such a serious health setback so close to an election, so we're really in unprecedented times here. No doubt, plenty more on this tomorrow. Back here in Australia, it's a big day today, Claire. It's budget day. No, you're excited. (laughs) It was supposed to be in May, but coronavirus delayed it. So it's today. We already know there's going to be a big deficit. We also know that there'll be plenty of talk about jobs. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg saying ad nauseum, really, that this budget is all about jobs. And if you're a political nerd, elections really are where it's at, but every year we get a budget, so that keeps us topped up. We know already that the government has put that focus on jobs by uh, already announcing initiatives to support the manufacturing sector, apprentices, um, gas exploration, uh, also the NBN. There's been quite a few announcements already made in the lead up to today, but what we're really looking out for today is income tax cuts and whether they're going to be fast-tracked and to what extent. The Treasurer also promised a speech from the heart, Claire. That speech will happen tonight at 7.30pm Eastern Time. Over the weekend, media outlets in Italy reported that a former colleague of Cardinal George Pell's arranged for over a million dollars to be wired to people in Australia, the insinuation being that it was used to pay witnesses to give damaging evidence against Cardinal Pell. 
It sounds like the politics of the Vatican are very complicated and quite bitter. Supporters of Cardinal Pearl have long said that there have been some factors at play and certainly his former barrister Robert Richter said that the money trail should be followed. Kathy Jackson, who was the boss of the Health Services Union from 2008 to 2015, is now the third official to be criminally convicted of defrauding the organisation. She'd already undergone a civil case in 2015 where she was ordered to repay $1.4 million of that health services union's money after it was found that she had spent on a string of overseas trips and fancy meals. Uh, and that has been something that has received a lot of press. What has been happening, though, is pursuing her for those criminal charges. There's tens of charges against her for defrauding the union. Uh, only four, it seems, have stuck, totalling about $102,000 worth of spending. At this stage, she's been granted bail ahead of a pre-sentence hearing scheduled for November. New Caledonia is the French territory, just a, a short flight off Queensland. Yesterday, they voted to remain a French territory in an independence referendum. Look, I'd roll out something smart to say in French, but as we all know, my accent isn't really great at much other than Australian, so let's just keep it there. <laughs> Not a strength of uh, either of ours, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> there was a big turnout of 85% of eligible voters. 53.26% voted in favour of remaining uh, with France. It's one of a series of votes that can happen in New Caledonia on that issue of independence. The next vote can happen in 2022. A message now from our podcast partner, meal kit delivery service, Marley Spoon. Mondays with Marley Spoon are all about making it easy to get your week organised so you can cook meals worth eating every night. Each Marley Spoon meal has a six-step recipe card with easy-to-follow instructions, so even a kitchen novice can whip up a huge variety of dishes. We're talking the likes of a chipotle chicken grain bowl with avocado corn and spinach, or you can go vegan and healthy with a super green falafel and grains. And in keeping with the easy and convenience theme, a Marley Spoon subscription is flexible, which means you can order when you want and skip, pause or cancel anytime. This is our final Monday with Marley Spoon, although it's Tuesday. We had a public holiday yesterday, so took the day off, but we've been starting our week with them for a while now. If you've been thinking about signing up, now's the time to act. Head to marleyspoon.com.au to sign up. And if you're new, use the code the squeeze or caps or one word to get $25 off your first four boxes. Now, it was a big weekend of sport, Claire. In the NRL, the Cronulla Sharks and Newcastle Knights bowed out. In the AFL, the Bulldogs and the Eagles are gone. In the netball, the Sydney Swifts season is over. And on a positive note, our women's cricket team have won their ODI series against New Zealand. But we can't talk about sport without mentioning our fave, Ash Barty. She retains the number one world ranking despite not having played since late February. It's been, of course, a very tumultuous season for tennis as it has been for every sport around the globe. And what happened at the French Open is that top seed there, Simona Halep, she was on a 17-game winning streak. She was defeated in the fourth round, so that's guaranteed Barty's spot. As you say, she wasn't there, of course. She opted not to go given COVID, but she was at the AFL, Claire, cheering on her team, the <laughs> Richmond Tigers. A celebratory fist pump of yeah. hers was all over social <laughs> yeah. media this week. A really delightful clip. She's just getting into it, supporting her team. 
Before we get to the song lyric today, Claire, we're heading towards 13 million podcast listens since we launched a few years ago, which is a number that really blows our minds. It's pretty good, isn't it? That's amazing. It is amazing. What we've done each year since we've launched is asked listeners to give us their feedback on what we do. The reason is we want to make sure we stay in touch with who our audience are and understand what it is that you want from us. So a link to a survey is in your episode notes. It'll take about five minutes and because we know you're super busy, you may need a bit of an incentive to complete the survey. You'll go in the draw to win a $200 Dan Murphy's gift voucher if you do take part and we'll also really appreciate it, of course. If I fill it in a few times, I might like to put my hand up for that one. Oh, you're not eligible. I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't. Oh, we don't okay. need your feedback. Seems a bit mean, but anyway. <laughs> Each day, the subject line of the Squiz Today email is a song lyric that relates to a news item. What have we got today, Claire? Oh, it's an easy one. Rod Stewart, tonight's the night. Has to go to the budget. It's been something that, yeah, rub your hands about. It's just very exciting. Yeah, you are weirdly excited about the budget. <laughs> <laughs> That's all from us. Don't forget about that survey. A link to do that is in your episode notes and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. You.